Welcome to another episode of the Battle Science Podcast, a Pokemon Go PvP podcast where we talk about the Silk Monthly metas, other metas at this point, and more. I am Always a big fan of more. Yes, I love the more. It's like the more stuff to Venorio. Just put more stuff, and I'm down for it. Uh, I am one of your hosts, Steven, a.k.a. A Boy in the Woods. Joining me, as always, is Jesse, Rocket Admin J. Yay! We have a somewhat regularly sized episode for you today. We've got some toxic coverage. We've got some masterly coverage. And then we've got a nice little uh, focused topic on uh, um, switching, Pokemon switching moves. I don't think there's a good overarching phrase for it. Switch mechanics. Switch mechanics. Switch move mechanics. Things that'll terrify people for a while, and then <laughs> and then they'll get used to it. They'll be like, "Why is this in the game? I'm freaking out. I hate it. They keep getting swapped out of pro- uh, uh, favorable matchups, and then I lose." And it's like, you gotta you, you gotta learn it. It's a it's a new thing. It could be a new thing. It's not yet. It's not in the game yet. It's in the main series. That's why we're gonna talk about it because it's in the main series and it's not in Pokemon Go, and it could be. But first, I have just a little short segment thingy, couple of words. I don't really know how to say, how to say it correct, not correctly. I wasn't quite sure what to say when all of the girls that PvP things were happening on social media. I don't, again, don't really know what to call it. I don't really know what to say. Um kind of new to this whole content creator thing new to this whole having a platform thing um really more nuanced than something i'm used to just putting something out there um my experience with social media as well is very uh lurker and keeping to my own self so i'm not one to usually just put out my opinion um or put out my feelings so um, I figure getting it out here on a podcast episode uh, or, or getting it out at some point is probably better than just n- not saying anything at all. Um, I think something does need to be said, but I have not known what to say or how to say it. Um, so the girls at PVP thing that happened uh, should not I, I should not have happened. And let me be more specific. People should not be uh, God, I really don't know how to say this. Sexist. Uh, people shouldn't be sexist. People shouldn't be racist. People shouldn't be, in part of my language, people shouldn't be assholes. Um, unfortunately, humans are not great. They're opinionated. Yes. Uh, humans are uh, yeah, humans are overall not great. It's it sucks. Uh, sometimes I'm an asshole. Sometimes other people are assholes. Actually, there's times where someone is across the board the entire time an asshole. So um, it's unfortunate that it happens. Uh, but I want to come out and say that I support the girls at PvP movement. I I we want to do. see yes. I we want to see the growth in the community. We don't want to see people um, objectified or um, 
treated be- treated unfairly. We want to see battlers, girls at PvP, no matter who you are, where you come from. We want to see a good sportsman like sportsman like conduct, and we want to see good behavior towards your fellow human being. As an admin for someone of the Discord and anybody that's going to be part of our future projects, anybody that wants to collaborate with us, if you have a problem with this, leave. We won't there work with you. There is no room for discrimination in our group. Thankfully, our Discord has been the absolute best. I have not seen any of that behavior. I've not seen any of that behavior. If someone sees some of that behavior, please bring it up to us. Um... There's no I, excuse. I have, I have no problem swinging the band hammer. I've done it a few times for work. I am perfectly excited to go do it again. I have gotten a taste for it. I am hungry. Um, <laughs> to put it in, in the bluntest of terms. Um, please behave yourself. Please be better. Be open to change if someone makes a comment and say says, hey, that wasn't okay. That wasn't acceptable. Your behavior should change for the better. Then you should be open to that. Um, there's my um. I don't think that's my first one. No, it's not. Uh, I'm not keeping count tonight. Okay. Um, thankfully, we don't do a drinking game for the number. <laughs> take a shot every time I say um. But on a what serious it, note. Um, yes. On a serious note. Um, if you if I tr- see that behavior. Uh, and no one speaks up, I will try and speak up. If I am the one that has that behavior, please feel free. If you see me make that behavior or have have that behavior, make an, a, a comment or something, please call me out on it because I want to be better. We should all strive to be better. Yes. And it's unfortunate that, again, using some, some foul language, probably the first time on the podcast, it's unfortunate that we as humans are assholes, but we can strive to be better, and we stri- should strive to be better. So that's kind of my two cents. Hopefully, that's not too preachy or anything. I don't. I I've I've struggled for the last probably three weeks on what what I should say. Should I do something scripted? Should we do a video? Should we put it out on Twitter or whatever? I think I'm going to clip this out, put it on Twitter when this episode goes live on Friday. Um, and just sort of, it's, it is late. It is a very late statement for this, but it is something that has been bothering me for a while that something needs to be said. Yeah. I feel like we need to say something. Um, it, 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 it kind of bothers me, uh, kind of looking at, and I listened to, uh, the Lured Up podcast episode, um, actually earlier today, it kind of bothers me the, if you don't make a comment, you're part of the problem. It's like not everyone not I it's it's very nuanced in not not everyone I don't feel like everyone should have to come out and say hey I want to be an ally hey I want to be supportive um I think us as having a platform it's kind of, it's somewhat important but it feels that feels like a really odd statement a very it's a very polarizing statement of if you don't make a comment you're with the enemy it's it's very weird. I have very weird feelings about that, but I do agree of we have a platform. We are a part of the community. We are a, we have a growing voice in the community. We should make a comment. And again, I apologize for not making a comment earlier, not being more with the movement, but I as 
never doing something like this before. Um, I'm, oh gosh, how old am I? 20, 25. <laughs> <laughs> the age you forget when you're, how old you are. I don't no, even want to say the number 24. I am. I'm 24, <laughs> never done content before, never had a platform like this before. I honestly was confused as to what to say. So, um, all right. It is awfully preachy. I apologize for being preachy. <laughs> Let's be a little peachy. That's Ooh, a segue. nice transition. That's a segue. Um, let's talk about our topics. I think first on our list is Master League, right? Yup. Oh, man. Is uh, The can... big mons in the room. Hey, Niantic. I'm going to get a little peachy with you. Uh, I would love it if you guys would do a half of Stardust Day or maybe like a clearance sale on like already level 40 Pokemon or something. Can we like have that so it's less expensive Ooh, here's a cool idea uh-huh you power up a pokemon to level 40 uh-huh it's second charge move costs half as much because you've already spent enough stardust yeah i like that i like that a lot will it happen probably not but that idea is actually awesome although unfortunately that also means that you have depending on what the original level was some 80 ish power-ups that you could have already done the second move on yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like maybe there should be some sort of like bonus when you reach level forty, when you've maxed a Pokemon out or something. Um, maybe a discount, like, oh hey, here's some Stardust back or something. But Master League dropped last yesterday. Last yesterday. <laughs> yesterday. Does is last yesterday two days ago? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yes, Master League dropped on Monday the twenty fourth. Uh, we were recording this the. The 25th. This is February, by the way. Actually, I never said what date this was. Um, <laughs> uh, Master League, no maximum CP, a.k.a. the, the bigger legend- it is, the better it is. <laughs> the Legendary League. Legendary League. Yeah, more or less. Um, I'm going to go into rankings. I'm going to look at these. So I haven't really looked at this this page on self.gg. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I played 10 games in, of Go Battle League in Ultra. Wasn't super excited because I just don't have things powered up. Master League, I'm probably going to play maybe 20 battles. Okay. Maybe 20 battles in Master League because, again, I don't have anything powered up. So I'm not super excited, but I'm willing to talk about it. So mm-hmm. um, I'm not super excited. I don't expect to win. Um, you know, I'm going to go in it. I'm, uh, I'll, I'll, I might win one or two games. I did win two to three battles of the 10 battles of Ultra, which was kind of cool. I was running a 24. 400 not powered up not double move not even the probably the right moves flareon in my team and that was kind of cool it was performing pretty well yeah i think it was a lucky so it was kind of cool um so master league i'm not expecting to do anything i'm gonna get some of the dust for doing those those sets of five um but going into the meta of master league who is surprised to see giratina back in the rotation show of hands <laughs> i should see no hands right now <laughs> I don't see any hands because, again, two guys in a basement, but no hands are up. Giratina's back. It's powerful. Dragon Ghost, Shadow Ball, Ancient Power, uh, Shadow Claw. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Surprise. Actually, I don't think Giratina has Ancient Power. No? Oh, no. does I it think the it's standard? Oh, okay. What's Giratina Origin have? Just over? the two claws. Oh, Dragon Claw? Dragon Claw and then Ominous Wind, I think. 
Oh, interesting. And Shadow Ball. Okay, so it's got eh, dra- Dragon Claw's good with the amount of dragon that's around. That's that doesn't surprise me. Uh, Togekiss is also back because it is the only fairy that gets up this high. It's the only fairy that doesn't die in two hits. What's the other? What's the what's the fairy that dies in two hits in this? Gardevoir. How high does it get? Twenty six, twenty seven, thirty something. Really, gets up that high? I didn't realize. Thanks, Dave. Hope you uh, get a chance to check out the episode on Friday. Um. Yes, Togekiss, bulky. It's got flying, which means if you got that rock, nice. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Rock, fire helps. Steel, which is common. Uh, that's why Dialga. Dialga? Dialga. We're talking about the names of Pokemon yesterday when we are <laughs> testing Toxic. Is it Sizor or is it Caesar? B-Barrel? Bi-Barrel. I, I don't know. You just call whatever you want. Um, Dialga? It's the dragon that's not a dragon. <laughs> it's dragon steel. It's awesome. Honestly, like, Dialga is a really cool You legendary. want a metal as hell Pokemon? Oh, Dialga. Yeah. So, uh, steel dragon, uh, dragon breath, um... Dragon Claw, does it have its um? No, doesn't have its its uh, signature, signature move, move no. which is what uh, spatial rend. Is it space? Because then Palkia is time. Is that right, or are they reversed? It's the other way around. But I think they both have the same. Okay, I I'm not. Jared would be the one to ask. Oh, okay, Giratina can also use Dragon Pulse. So huh. okay, ha huh. nice. Um, Kyogre. it doesn't have its signature move, so we don't have to worry about that. Yeah, what's Giratina's? Would it be a dragon move or is it a ghost move? For what? Giratina's signature? I don't know. I think it's ghost. Okay. Interesting. Um, Kyogre up here when... Was Kyogre super relevant in Ultra? No. Again? Didn't play a whole lot of Swampert. Ultra? Swampert. Swampert. Right. right, right, right. Is Swampert still relevant? Yes. Masters? Okay. Yeah. Mud Boys. Um, I assume it's one of the only Mud Boys that's this big. Yep. Okay. Makes sense. I think Kyogre is just there because it's a bulky water type, and with the recent move edition with Surf, it actually isn't one of the legendaries that has to wait three hours to get a charge move. Yeah. I actually would be curious, you make the comment of waiting three hours to get to a move, how many Master League battles will hit timer? Yeah. <laughs> I would be curious to look at those stats. Um, if anyone from Sylph... Uh, the, has the, that info. Yeah, Sylph Arena or the, the Sylph Road. If the Sylph Road, because I know that they've been doing some research into um, battles and stuff since I more people are getting into. I hopped onto the uh, Sylph Arena Reddit uh-huh. this afternoon at work. That's all that's on there is Master League. Master League, help, help, help. Yeah. Help. I'm trying to think what the help is. Like, I was trying to find out if people could evolve the new party had Eevee yet, and it's like, nope. Nope. Rate my Master Team. Is my Master Team good? Is this too meta? <laughs> what should I use? Um, that's why we're looking at this now. Um, Garchomp, also there. If you have a maxed out Garchomp. One, congratulations. <laughs> That's impressive. Uh, two, uh, <laughs> Someone Garchomp. Someone used Rare Candy. <laughs> well, yeah, someone used Rare Candy, <laughs> and two, they've actually caught more than, what, three Garchomp. Or maybe their first one was a, a Hundo, which is... Or you could well, be like me, and you found one and Lucky traded it. Yeah. Did you do that? Yeah. Who'd you trade it to? Uh, one of the locals. Oh, okay. Did you get one in return? Yeah, it was a lucky. Oh, nice. Lucky mirror trade. Oh, I've got a lucky trade with uh, Game Nut. Um, yep. I wonder what he's got. i got to talk with him. Um, Garchomp's Not a surprise to see Garchomp, though. It's a powerhouse. Yep. It's a drag, uh, Dragon Ground. 
So uh, what's the ground help him out with? Um, steel. Steel, yes. So he, be, he beats Dialga. Um, because it's got, what, mud shot? Mm-hmm. And then a handful of other pretty powerful. Earth power, earthquake. Earthquake doing tons of damage. Earth power having the uh, debuff. debuff. So that's super helpful. And then I assume it's got like Dragon Claw or something as well. So Outrage. Ah, Outrage. So Garchomp, big hitter in this too. Uh, Snorlax back again because it's just that bulky. I was seeing something. Someone had a 2400 uh, CP Blissey in Master League. And it was doing work too. Yep. So anything that's built pure bulk i think uh, snorlax is there's just the anti-giratina though yeah because that's what it was in ultra um metagross is here too because it it caps out big <laughs> caps out metagross big. hi i'm a steel and psychic oh you're gonna counter me with tyranitar it'd sure be a shame if i had meteor mash yes with its community day move which it can get to well enough. <laughs> it's another yeah. hydro cannon. Yes. Um a handful of things that have had community day community days are are pretty good. Although the other one in here is Dragonite, which its community day move is not recommended if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um it's there because it's bulky and it can get to Dragon Claw fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. It is built. It this is, is built also in the first well. cup where it's somewhat relevant. Dragonite? Or the first league. Was it not relevant in Ultra? No. Uh, there are better dragons in Ultra. Right. Yeah, Dragonite, one that's just kind of a little disappointing. Yeah. That it's not relevant in more or less anything else. Dragonair being super lot, relevant. Super relevant in, in Great, Great League. League. So, yeah. Uh, Mewtwo. One of my favorites. You have how many uh, purified or uh, perfects? I have two perfect Mewtwo uh-huh. and a shiny 97%. Good for you. Maxed out? <laughs> Maxed no. out? No, not maxed out. Oh, okay, <laughs> no, not good for you. Um, yeah, Mewtwo's Mewtwo's a fun one. I ran so, Mewtwo a lot in uh, Ultra, and that was fun. Mewtwo is something people need to be careful of, because unless you have seen what it already knows, it has access to Psychic, Psy Strike, Shadow Ball, Focus Blast, Ice Beam, Thunderbolt. Yeah, uh, Flamethrower. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, it's like uh, a similar question. Although I don't, I don't see it being super relevant. Is uh, defense Deoxys? Of it has a handful of moves, and you do have to be very worried. as, what does it have? Mm-hmm. So, but Mewtwo alone too is also one of the few that actually goes over four thousand. It does. Yeah. Holy cow! I did not recognize that. Yeah. What was the tweet uh, a day or so ago? Someone was saying. Mewtwo's Shadow Ball does more damage than Giratina's Shadow Ball, even though it doesn't get stabbed. Yeah. Because its attack power is that high. Yeah. It's nuts. I think it was King. That sounds right. So, yeah, Mewtwo is definitely something to be respectful of. That's disgusting. Um, Another one of your favorites in here, Melmetal. Yeah. Yeah. But you know what he fears? Swampert. Ah, yes, the ground, because he's straight steel. But another one that has a good hand of... uh, it can't have Shadow Ball and Psy Strike. That's so that correct. Is yeah. Um, Mewtwo can't have Shadow Ball and Psy Strike at the same time. Because Shadow Ball was its point. first Legacy move. Yeah. They brought it back for a little bit and then put it back on Legacy. Yeah. And maybe at some point they'll have like intersecting. I think it's purposely done that way. So it's not You have to disgusting. choose one or the other. Okay. Fortunately, my first legendary Mewtwo had the Shadow Ball. My second one had the Psy Strike. Nice. Or perfect, sorry. 
Um, yes, Melmetal, another one that has a handful of moves. So Superpower, which is awesome. Yeah. Um, was it Rock Throw? Rock Slide. Rock Slide. And Thunderbolt. And then Thunderbolt. Um, oh, and Flash Cannon. Yes. So it has another handful of moves that you... I hope that it gets mirror shot at some point. I feel like that would be fun. Is that a defense debuff? Yeah. Oh. Oh. Okay. Someone was making a comment, why doesn't... Um, why doesn't Blastoise get Ice Beam... Or not Ice Beam, uh, Icy Wind? And someone was like, it's already built in bulk. Giving it Ice Beam would be disgusting. Icy because, Wind, but yeah. Yeah, give it an Icy Wind and then get to a Skull, Skull Bash, Bash. And then you have a Blastoise that just won't die yeah so it's like yeah don't don't do that <laughs> don't do that the unkillable turtle yeah uh going down heatran heatran's one i think you might see creep up more once the meta settles uh-huh. i see a lot of people mentioning to me i've had a few people reach out to me and they say what do you think of heatran i say i'm not going to say anything because i don't want you to use one but it's good <laughs> it is a uh fairy deleter it's a fairy and a Dialga deleter. Or it's sorry, a, not Dialga. Uh, or no, yeah, Dialga. The fire beats the steel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, does it actually beat Dialga in a 1v1? Yeah. Okay. Um, It also has access to bug moves. Ooh. Ooh, so it can help beat out Psychic. That's good. That's good. Um... Titar, Mamoswine, also lower on this list. Uh, Rhyperior as well. Um, so Titar being able to beat out some of the... Titar was originally the concept counter to Mewtwo. And now Mewtwo can run around a Focus Blast, so you got to be kind of careful about that. Uh, one sim that I did want to run tonight while we're talking about Master League was Tyranitar with Bite Crunch versus Metagross with Bullet Punch and Meteor Mash. As far as beating... Which one beats out the other quicker? Oh, uh, okay. Because they're both super effective against each other. Hmm, which one's doing more damage? Uh, you said Bullet Punch and... Meteor Mash, Meteor Mash versus Bite Crunch. I think Bite Crunch hits faster. It does it hit faster, but I'm curious to know if... Metagross is built to be tanky, naturally. Yeah. Does it, it survive the assault of crunches versus the one... I feel like one hit from Meteor Mash might almost 50% of T-Tar. Uh... Do you want to talk about uh, Mamoswine or something? Mamoswine, well, sure. Up, I'm going to look up that. Uh... So Mamoswine was one of those ones that had a community day. It got ancient power with community day. If you didn't get it, it's not the end of the world. You can still run it Powder Snow and Avalanche, which are I think it's ideal moves to counter most of the dragons in the meta. It definitely gets a huge boon from that. It also still has access to other ground-type moves and Stone Edge if you don't have uh, ancient power. But as everyone has seen with Giratina's Ancient Power and Ultra League, it's just a dirty buff that's stupidly powerful. Um, next on the list also is Swampert, a little bit farther down, but I feel like it's going to get more relevant because it counters T-Tar, it counters Dialga, it counters any uh, Heatran that you might find, it counters the Steels. It also... Uh, I think it toe-to-toes with Kyogre, but I feel like Kyogre just kind of smacks him and goes, I'm the god of the sea. You're just some frog boy. <laughs> Sit down. Okay, so in a one-shield scenario, T-Tar wins. Okay. 
In a no-shield scenario, Metagross wins. Okay. So it does have to have a shield to win. Yes. It actually gets to Meteor Mash faster with Bullet Punch than uh, T-Tar does with Bite Crunch. Okay. Um, and then that Meteor Mash does a ton of damage. Yeah. So that's what I figured is if you're playing the T-Tar, you have to respect it and give it a shield. Yeah. Otherwise, you can win out. I believe it is more It is more attack-weighted. T-Tar's? Yeah, yeah. T-Tar's attack. So this is a level 40, 15s across the board. 210 attack, 175 defense, and 189 stamina. So, um, And then I think Metagross has a bit higher defense than stamina, right? It has a higher defense, but actually has a lower stamina. Okay. It actually also has a slightly higher attack at 214. So 214.9. So it literally comes down to if it gets a Meteor Mash off or not. Meteor Mash. Um, bullet Punch looks like it has just a little bit more energy gain. Okay. Um, while being slower. The cooldown um, itself being a little bit slower. Yeah. What so, if you were to run it with just neutral attacks? Bullet Punch I, versus Crite, uh, bite. Crunt, bite? Sorry. I feel like it still just wins straight out. Uh, let's see. Bite versus Bullet Punch. Battle. No shields. Doesn't need shields. Uh, bite T-tar wins. T-Tar wins. Yeah. Okay. With 58 HP. Okay. Out of 189. Huh. Interesting. So they're pretty close sparring partners, if anything. Yeah. How does SmackDown? Because I have 100% T-Tar with SmackDown. It loses. Rock Hard. does nothing to steal. Okay. Interesting. Good to know. But it would destroy your Dragonites, your Rayquazas, your Togekiss. Because of the flying. But is you Rayquaza would also take in... huge damage from Togekiss because you're dark. Right. Is Rayquaza even relevant within Master? No. Okay. <laughs> cool. Dragonite does it better. <laughs> you talk about Rhyperior? No, Dragonite. No, but you have you talked about Rhyperior? I have not. Rhyperior is around. Hey, Rock Wrecker, it's a great move. Why don't you, uh, you got that hundos? You and I got that hundo. I don't have the dust for that. Well, I know. And I, again, Master League gets expensive. For me, I don't feel like Rhyperior is worth it just because one of the key things that everybody's running is something with ice or Swampert. Ah, uh, yes. Um, someone is actually making mention about how relevant, I think it was miss mystic was talking on twitter about um not glaley uh evolution ice evolution evie glaceon glaceon someone was talking i think it was miss mystic it might have been somebody else was talking about what's the potential of glaceon being relevant oh it's gross it's got icy wind glaceon is icy wind yeah i forgot i did not know that glaceon and leafeon both come over three thousand. Ooh, ooh! i have a hundo Again, expensive. Double move. What's the only the problem double, with the evolutions is you limit yourself to a single type moves. Yeah. The second move cost is what, 50,000? I think so. Okay, because it's, abs- ab- it's not absolutely disgusting, but it's also not 10,000. So, I mean, of the tops here, you know, it's the things you expect to see right here. Machamp is one I've been running. Uh-huh. Uh, great for countering the darks. Great for beating the steel. But again, Swampert does its job better. Ah, uh, some more going down the line. You got Heracross, you got Suicune, and then just repeated. Oh, and Mew. Mew's in there somewhere. Oh, yeah, Mew, because it's moves. It's it got everything. It literally does anything you want it to. Be very careful going against a Mew. Yeah, Gyarados. Gyarados and Mew are So here. that's what I was going to say. If you're looking for a budget pick for Master League, do a Gyarados. I'm sure by now you guys have a 97 or above uh, Magikarp or Gyarados that you've been holding off. 
Let's think about Gyarados' moveset options real quick. Fast attacks. Bite, waterfall, dragon breath. Do you know what that means? You can run waterfall for stab. It beats... There's a few things it beats, but it hits for a good amount of damage, for neutral at least. Dragon breath beats the dragons, but it gets resisted by steel and fairy. Uh, bite beats all the psychic, and what's the other one that bite beats? The ghost, Giratina. It is a water flying type. It resists and walls Swampert. What are Gyarados' charge moves? Twister. Uh, outrage. Hydro Pump. I'm sitting here trying to remember off the top of my head, so excuse me. Twister, Outrage, Hydro Pump, Crunch. You're talking uh, Gyarados. Uh, Gyarados. Let me look that up. And it only costs 10,000 for a second move. So if you oh. want a really good, yeah. If you want a really good budget pick, Gyarados is a good budget pick. It walls Swampert. It's fairly cheap for a second move. And powering it up, I mean, back when we didn't have dark types in the game, when Mewtwo was first coming out, I ran teams of six Gyarados with Bite and Crunch. Oh, that's nice. And it worked because Mewtwo only had psychic moves at the time. Let's see. Bite, Dragon Breath, Waterfall, Dragon Tails, Legacy. That's the fast moves. Charge moves. Uh, this is rough. Uh, crunch, Hydro Pump, Outrage, Twister. Uh, frustration in Return. For whatever reason, via Kalki IV is not marked as Legacy. They're like, you can, but. But yeah, not those moves alone cover half Wait. of your meta. Hold on. Have, has anyone seen a Magikarp as a shadow? Because I haven't. I, I've i found a few. They were only there available for a while. Okay, interesting. Huh, weird. That's unfortunate. That would be nuts to get one. But yeah, Gyarados is definitely a great budget pick if you're looking for something to counter off half the meta. <sighs> and then some more leg uh, legendaries. Lugia, Latios is here, probably has some special mentions. Uh, Darkrai is here too. The legendary beasts, Lucario, but Lucario maxes out lower and is kind of glassy. Mm -hmm. So I probably wouldn't recommend Lucario. If you're looking to build a team for Master League, use some of those lucky friendships. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. get those lucky those lucky trades in. That's Save that's actually some Stardust. That's actually a mechanic in the game that's been around for a while. That's going to be super helpful for for this. Yeah. So especially for Master League, because you yeah. one get a chance to roll for better IVs, uh -huh. and it's a guaranteed better IV potentially. Talk to if you have your local community, like like we have our local community that doesn't go out and do Sulfurina cups, but is probably doing some Go Battle League. Go talk to them; they probably want some Go Battle League good Go Battle League stuff. You want some Go Battle League good stuff, so contact them. Talk with those, see what they need to trade for, because yeah. I guarantee you have two or three extra raid legendaries that you didn't transfer oh yeah because we all know how much you'd love to hit that do you want to transfer are you sure you want to transfer by clicking this you're agreeing that you are sure that you want to transfer it will never come back <laughs> um Hample, uh, others uh the far i can go farther down and there's some like wacky stuff in here that's where you get to the f that's what i call the f the bargain market the fun picks <laughs> it's reggie it's reggie gigas <laughs> so i have a reggie gigas that has hidden power dragon Ooh, ooh! I like that. <laughs> yeah, but that's you know how a much, good one. Do you know where he caps out at? Where? I'll let you go ahead and look it up. 
like low or is it high? <laughs> Think uh, slacking. No way. No way. What is it like 4500? Uh uh where do I, I go don't to have look enough this? rare candies. Where do I go to look this up? Game Press? Yeah. I love Game Press. While Steven's uh, looking that up. Game Pass. So part I I guess so some suggestions for Master League in my opinion is remember this is still preseason. You still have a while to build up your teams. And even and even if you go into season one, like recognize that, oh no, your rank's not high. It's a game. Yeah. Like it's not like your it's not like your paycheck's gonna get docked if your rank isn't high <laughs> enough in Pokemon <laughs> Go PvP. Yeah. In Go Battle League, like you know, have it's fun a game. It. Have fun. Yeah, run them spice picks. If you've got some interesting stuff powered up max for raids, go for it. Surprise people. You'll probably get some wins out of it. Yeah. CP calculator. Just uh, go to Pokemon and look up uh, Regigigas. Oh, okay. Regi. <laughs> Not Gigas. there. Or maybe it is there. Here. Uh, <laughs> let's see. Scroll down. Min max CP. Show all. Let's see. So Stardust, max CP. 4337? <laughs> is, ma- is that a 15s across the board? Oh no! Hold on. Let's see. Uh, that might be the right thing. I don't know if this thing. If you go back adjusts. up to the first page, it should show you its max CP up at the top. Give me a sec. There we go. Uh, should be right there. Yep. Pokemon max CP forty three thirty seven. <laughs> wow. Thick. That's an that's a high attack too. Yeah. I thought it was more bulk. Uh, bulk no, made. it's been always. It's like another version of slacking. Dang, that's, that's why its fast moves suck. Hidden power, focus blast, giga impact. Giga impact is a one shot for everything that's not steel or ghost. Oh, jeez, that's awesome though. The fact that you can beat out ghosts with it because you take neutral, mm. and then on top of that, if you have hidden power dragon, oh, or just give a hidden power dark. That way, it beats the ghost still. Yeah, <laughs> that's nuts. Doesn't get stabbed, but still. It takes a lot of Stardust to get that one up, though. That's nuts. Yeah, it's a legendary. And you can't trade it, so you can't get a lucky. Mythic. Right, Mythic. Sorry. But Melmetal is Mythic, and you could still trade it. Yeah. And just like we talked about with Sword and Shield, how come you can't evolve a Meltan? How How do you not evolve a Meltan in Sword and Shield? How is it not a level up at, like, level 40 or 60? What? I'm confused. That's 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 for another podcast. <laughs> Not a Pokemon Go podcast. That's like a Pokemon Sword and Shield or VGC podcast or something. Not so, that we're at all relevant or super knowledgeable within the VGC, but I think if anybody needs help or any other stuff on the Master League, definitely check out Self Arena. Self.gg. Self.gg uh pv pokes got a ton pretty much everyone right now because this is the first time we've ever been within a master league meta everyone's putting out content and i have not seen anything that has been poor advice yeah so except um, maybe us no i wouldn't say we're (laughs) poor advice (laughs) definitely poor in stardust but not poor advice you got any more of that stardust you got some you got some stardust i need to find my stardust dealer he's been missing for a while i think he's hoarding it he's using his own product Alrighty, Master League. I would say somewhat covered. Top ranked team right now. Uh huh. With a ninety-one percent win rate. 
Yes. Giratina altered. Okay. So dinosaur Giratina. Cool. Lugia and Melmetal. Huh. Interesting. Lugia is a flying psychic. What moveset? Uh, Dragon Tail. Sky Attack. Huh. Interesting. Four million dust is poor. I wish I had four million. Yeah. I was watching <laughs> Trainer Tips, I think today, was powering up a Kyogre for Master League, and I saw he had like 2.9 million Stardust, and I'm like, oh, man, can you share some of that with me? Like, how do I, how do I... Can I, I have, we have Pokemon transfer. Can I do item and dust transfer? Please. Uh, can we do a banking system? Can I take out a Stardust loan, please? Here, I'd like to give you 400 Nanabs for some Stardust. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's mm, the Stardust economy hurts. I mean, okay, so Niantic has come out and said that they want to try and have more ways to get more ways to give additional Stardust. Um, what was somebody was making a comment that in the metadata there is another action that may have um, that may give Stardust or something. Um, it wasn't catch. It wasn't hatch. Spinning stops, maybe. I think I vaguely know what you're thinking. Somebody, of. somebody was making a comment. There was research the coin meta- rewards. That's what it was. That's what it was for. What spinning stops or something, or I winning trainer battles or something? You could get coins potentially. So that's kind of cool. Um, it kind of hurts because we play like uh, in a small town outside of uh, Seattle. Um, we don't live in a spawn-rich environment, so it's not something we can just walk outside our door and catch like 20 Pokemon. We actually have to go out and drive um, to go catch in, in spots that actually have reasonable spawns. So a grind for Stardust for us is usually a 30 to 40 minute drive out of our to way to na- go do major that. city. Yeah. So we've got a couple of locations on lockdown because we like, no, not like bad lockdown. Like we know exactly where to go. If there's we like, kn- oh, there's a Stardust go. event going. Yeah. We're going to Crossroads. Yeah, we're going there. There's a trilure. We can hit it up and we can go for it. Relax so. and stock up on items at the same time. Oh yeah, which I have more Pokeballs now, so I'm very happy. Between the uh, weekly uh, Adventure Sync rewards and the seven day spin streak, <laughs> I now have like eighty to ninety Pokeballs now, and I'm like, yes, this is better than like during um, during Ride On uh, Rhyhorn Community Day. I was like. Guys, guys, can we can we like go somewhere else where there's actually stops so stops, I can spin yeah, stuff? Because so like, I don't have any more Pokeballs. I'm scared. What if that Hundo appears? Oh, by the way, there's a Hundo over here. No, I don't have any Pokeballs. Um, and actually, uh, Roscoe, you make uh, you you bring up a good point. Gotcha as a savior for dust. I can't connect a, a Go Plus or a Gotcha to my phone. It will connect, and then the first activity it does, it will disconnect. I don't know why. Um, I'll have to look up, uh, for reference, I'm running a, a OnePlus 7T, I believe. Um, or no, OnePlus 7 Pro. Um, so if anyone else is having the same issue as I were, uh, Bluetooth, Bluetooth headphones will connect no problem, but a, uh, uh, a Go Plus and a Gotcha will, n- will work neither. Neither will work for me. It'll connect, do a thing, and then disconnect. Yeah. Um, if anyone else is having similar issues or know what the problem is, please, please tweet at battle underscore science and let us know or let me know because this is being a pain. I have a Go Plus. I want to use the Go Plus. <laughs> you work it on will a not. gym. <laughs> I work on a gym. I should have more items. I should be able to spin this thing nonstop. 
the Go Plus does not want to stay connected. It is. Have you tried reinstalling your game? No, no, maybe not recently. I would say try that. Maybe I'm going to I'll do some looking up. I need to do some looking up tonight. Um, And then from there, because if your headphones are working, it's something with the game. That could be. Yeah, that could be. Yeah, I might actually do that now that you mentioned that. Um, I'll do some more research and then probably uh, uninstall and reinstall. So that's a that's a good call. Thank you for for. I just work with tech support so much. I get so many people contacting me. My (laughs) Go Plus isn't working. My Pokemon game won't load. I can't download the game. Well, are you connected to internet? Oh, thanks. Even after uh, muting the uh, our local uh, Facebook (laughs) chat, you still get requests from the local community. Yeah. Yeah. Where do I go for community day? Well, I don't know. Wherever you want. Um, you want to talk about toxic? Is it time to get dirty? That's weird. That was a weird statement. <laughs> Not going to lie. Why so for being, those from the main series game that know about toxic? toxic, Toxic is one of my favorite. Uh, oh, one of your favorite moves? Favorite moves. Redownloading or resetting your Go Plus. I we have, have done that. that. I have tried that. I've tried literally everything probably besides uninstalling and reinstalling the game. game, Which most of the time fixes any problems. Yeah, that should have been something that was in my head earlier. But no, um, Toxic. Interesting cup mechanic. It is going to be probably one of the most interesting cups just from first glance. Yes. Um, So right off the bat, Bug, Poison, Normal, Ground, and Grass types. The bands are... Tropius, Noctowl, Vigoroth, and the Mud Boys. So that's anything that's water ground. Um, those are not permitted. The one thing that is permitted is Mythicals. So Celebi's allowed. But because Steel's not allowed, your boy, your boy Meltan, not available. Yeah, I it's, know. It is banned consistently, and it is not that dirty of a Pokemon. It's just roped into the Mythicals because <laughs> it has the Mythical tag. It's like... Wait, let's let's ban the... De- okay, Defense Deoxys. Yes. Mewtwo. No, Mewtwo can't be. What what others what what else is in the mythical that gets banned consistently? Darkrai. Uh for no, for Silf Arena Cups. Oh, for Silf. Uh it's Defense Deoxys. Mew. Celebi's Celebi not all that bad. Jirachi is disgusting. It's one of those things of Melmetal is not bad. It's just roped into to mythicals like everyone else, and it's really a shame because it's it's really fun. It's a fun Pokemon to run. But it's consistently banned. Whenever mythicals are banned, it's just not allowed. So, and actually, thank you, Jesse, for giving me a Meltan box the other day. Uh, I popped. I it saw last that night. last night. I popped it last night, and I got a rank two Meltan for Great League, and I am very excited. I'm hoping that next month, uh, Meltan is uh, or Melmetal is an available Pokemon because, ha, ah, this is gonna be so much fun. I love it. I love it from running uh, the Rocket Leagues or uh, the Rocket Battles. Um, I brought a, a chunky one up for uh, the Rocket uh, Rocket Battles, and it's been fu- it's been a fun one to run. So, um, honestly, not surprised to see Noctowl, Vigoroth, Tropius, or the Mud Boys band. They are they're really good. They would have run the meta. They they would have they would have dominated. Um, Tropius is an easy uh, is an easy band because it is still a limited Pokemon. It is still regional. 
Um, it might be more available now, uh, especially for po people that have been playing PvP. They will have been see searching out for words. They will will have been seeking out Tropius. <clears throat> so this does not surprise me that Tropius is banned. Noctowl, I would honestly have to run PV Poke and see. I it's assume, just bulky. I assume Noctowl and Vigoroth would have been one and two or near one and two. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Mud Boys would have been very high up as well because of the amount mm -hmm. of bulk and pure damage. Although they would have gotten deleted by... Grass. They would have been deleted by grass, although I think a handful of them have a poison type move or an ice type move to help for coverage. Yeah. And it would have been a little bit rough. And I so. think they also just throttle out the bug, poison, and normal. Yeah. So, yeah, you would have seen teams with maybe two mud boys. Yeah. Which would have been bad. Um, and that's why the barrel is around. <laughs> and it's really good. <laughs> and I'm terrified. The terrifying beaver fever from Ferocious. <laughs> I've never heard it referred to as beaver, fe uh, beaver fever, and I love that. It's kind of like beaver fe fever, but it's beaver fever. I love that. Can we... Uh, hold on. Hold on. No. To talk about it? No, 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 no. Talk about doing stuff. Talk about doing stuff. Talk, talk, about, talk, about, talk about toxic. toxic. Okay. Uh, so for those who don't know, that's a really cool badge. Like of all the badge designs I've seen, I kind of want to get that one. That one looks really cool. I like it. So poison, like Steven mentioned, the types, it's a toxic cup. Um, I'm terrible at stalling for time now that you're making me do this under pressure. I'm sorry. <laughs> That's not how you spell it. How do you spell fever? F-E-V-E-R. Oh, yeah. No, you're right. <laughs> Hashtag beaver so, fever. For those who don't, it's the month of March will be toxic cup. That's going to run from March 1st to March 31st. Um, you know, look online on self.gg, find a tournament near you. I'm piddling for time now. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm hearing <laughs> you struggle, and it's a little bit funny. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So we have already done some practice matches with Toxic teams, and it's been pretty interesting. Uh, the most... Going on to the Sylph Arena website here under Cup Stats, which I don't know how there's more Cup Stats already. By Barrel is at 35%. Toxicroak is at 31%. Golbat at 28 What have you done? I love it. What have you done? Hashtag Beaver Fever. That's it. That's the tweet. Okay. We just it. did this tweet. <laughs> so anyways. Uh. Again, Steelix... Trash Conk, Wormadan, Flygon, Glyscore. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm going to leave it at that. Um, thank you for making my night, uh, baby, baby fish mouth. Um, that was Steven. Oh, God. Um. I, I all right. Where do, do you, where do we? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, do I leave? I'm gonna leave the tweet up. I don't know. I'm gonna leave the tweet up. Um, toxic. It's interesting. It's a lot more diverse and not as whitelisted as some of the past ones. Well, it's not specifically a whitelist, which is very nice. Um. So, uh, ferocious was specifically a whitelist. 
I would kind of consider um uh what was the context cup. Of, never mind keep going um I kind of uh um I kind of consider Rose Cup to be a whitelist because it was specific colors. Um, because it wasn't necessarily a meta per se. The gay one over there. Yeah, I, I don't I'm There's no context to the tweet. I I know, I'm a little worried. I'm gonna leave it up though. I'm gonna leave it up for Price like I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna leave it up for maybe maybe an hour and then we're gonna see what the response is and okay. then I might delete it later. We'll see. Um uh so I would consider Rose a whitelist uh, meta because it wasn't necessarily built. It was built around color, which is a very odd way to put together a meta. I um, thought it was fun, though. It was fun. No, no, no. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it's bad. A whitelist meta is not does not equal a bad meta. There is there should be no correlation. Uh, Ferocious was only not great in that it was. I think it was maybe too handpicked or something. It was kind of bizarre. Um, I think you need context. To that to is me. it? How bad is it? Is it? I just, I kind of agree with baby fish mouth. Should I get rid of it? I, no. I, are you sure? I'm I, happy. I'm fine with deleting it. Chat, what do you Jolt think? Switch just liked it. So, <laughs> nope, there's, there's who else liked it? There's three people that liked it. I'm, I'm, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm worried. No, no leave it. All right. All right. <laughs> It'll be up for now. Um, Anyways, toxic cup. I'll eat. I'll I'll eat crow later if people are point out that it's like super inappropriate and all that stuff. Um, or I'll play it off as it's a reference to the podcast Bieber episode. Fe- Bieber fever. It is a reference to that. It is a play on spelling. Or maybe I just had dyslexia and thought it was beaver fever the whole time. <laughs> I don't know. Oh boy. I appreciate our rodents. Beavers are rodents. We looked it up one time. Yeah, whole, are we had a quarter of an episode arguing about that. That was ferocious. We were talking about, we thought bee barrel might have been a marsupial. It is not a marsupial. It is a rodent, or beavers are Considered rodents. rodents. Um, I'm, uh, uh, some people portray rats as like really disgusting and like cartoons and stuff. Rats are actually sometimes adorable, so um, it support rodents more. Bee barrel... Bee barrel is nothing to scoff at. So if we're going to especially we're gonna transi- for toxic, transition, yeah, let's we're transition transition that into toxic. Bee barrel is absolutely crazy because um, it has bulk and it has a spammy water move. Not uh, to mention it resists quite a bit and beats quite a bit. There is not a whole lot of relevant water in this. Uh, quillfish, uh, bee barrel, uh, and we'll talk about um, tentacruel in a little bit. Yeah. Um, uh, bee barrel is. You're running at water gun. There's yes. no reason to not run at water There is gun. enough ground in this that it is very impressive. It is. And then there's enough things that it's uh, neutral to that it is also very impressive. impressive. Charge moves, surf, hyperfang. Yep. You, If you played in Ferocious, there's a good chance you have one because it was one of the top three picks. And why wouldn't you power one up anyway? Because it's very cheap. Yeah, 10,000 second move. And realistically, it should be fairly common too. But here's the reason why I ran one on my team. Key matchups. Golbat, Wormadan, Trash, Steelix, Drapion, and Gliscor. All of those are high-priority picks in this meta. Trash, Wormadan, and also Crustle. I don't know how many of you... Is it Crustle or Dwebble that I'm thinking of? 
What's uh, the evolved one? Crustle is the evolved form. Okay. Dwebble, Dwebble is ador- adorable, and I love it's it. It's adorable. It's so adorable. It's so Crustle is going to be another one that's huge because, like Shuckle, it is a bug rock, and it has neutral res- damage for literally almost everything. And with how fast it can get off its fast and charge moves, Barrel is one of the few that can actually beat it. It actually it kind of depends energy-wise who's where yeah. to win. So, True. Because Exazer is... High super neutral fast. damage. Yeah, high neutral damage and super fast to get to. Yeah. We were running Sims last... Uh, we were running... Uh, we were playing some test battles last night, and um, that matchup is something that I have to be afraid of um, because of the high neutral damage of B-Barrel, but it is something that you can win depending on shield slash energy and stuff. So, mm-hmm. so by barrel definitely a very strong pick. I know that it's still pretty early and people are still making their graphics. Oh, yeah. But I think as we progress further into the first season of go battle league and beyond start looking at stuff you've saved from past cups and start saving some dust i know when we were building our teams for our practice battles on sunday while we were watching uh texas pvp's uh mega tournament we were looking at things that we had in the past and we're like okay well what could we bring into this cup that we've had in the past and I was like, why not buy Barrel? I keep hearing people say buy Barrel, you know, hashtag beaver fever. <laughs> We're going to giggle every time. Um, yes. It, I mean, there's a reason it's ranked two yeah. on PV Poke in the general, uh, in the overall category. Um, things that return from uh, last month. Oh, uh, hey, there is a thing. Um, there's a handful of stuff. I actually need to read through Nifty or Thrifty because I haven't read it yet. Um Excuse me. Things coming back from last, uh, last or this this month, technically February. Um, Golbat's coming back. Um, uh, Gliger or Gliger or Gliscor. Gliger or Gliscor. Uh, Rhyperior's coming back, and um, with a new move. Yes. Well, depending on when you had your tournament. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Was a Scavalier? A Scavalier's been around. Yes. Not quite as relevant. I'm trying to look and see what other Drapion might have been around. Um, Haunter also potentially around in previous the previous meta. Um, was Skunk Tank around? It's technically not as much purple. So a handful of things. Not not everything as relevant, but there is a handful of. Um, uh, there is a handful. There's a handful of things that you've used in the past that you can budget pick for this. Cup. Oh yeah. Um, so Golbat for sure. Um, Steel. Oh, Steelix for sure. Thunderfang Steelix uh, have any play this time around? So for that's water one flying. of the Sims we ran last on Sun. I want to say it was Sunday night, uh-huh. where we went. What is Steelix better with, Thunderfang or Dragon Tail? And I think that every time Steelix comes up, that's the question of what are you using it for. So I believe it technically has more wins with Dragon Dragon Tail, but it's only like by a five percent. I think it's it's I think a little bit higher, but I believe that's probably more of the uh, fact that you get to the charge moves sooner. You get to fat charge moves sooner, and uh, you hit grasses harder. True, because um, Thunderfang the grass is going to resist that electric. Um, the ground but, will also resist the electric. Yes. Um, so you definitely have to watch out for what it's uh, for what you're using it for. Right. Um, Thunderfang is still an option. I wouldn't. I would not count out a Thunderfang Steelix. Because um, it's going to beat the Golbats. It's going to beat the other flyers. It's going to beat Pidgeot. Uh huh. It will be neutral to Gligar and Gliscor. Yes. Where Dragon Tail is another one of those ones where you got to be careful on your matchups. 
It's going to be really good against Flygon. Flygon's going to be around because it's a community Pokemon. Everybody has access to it. Yeah. It's going to be good against, like I mentioned earlier, if someone goes really spicy and wants to run any of the Gibble line, that's relevant. I think those are the only two dragons. in There is Executor, Alolan. If you want to be spicy like Steven and uh, run that, it's. I mean, it's all right. If you want to run, if you want to run spicy, run it spicy, but recognize the rest of your. You have to build the rest of your team around it. Right. So to answer uh, Holden's question, personally, I'm going to run a Dragon Tail, but that's just because of the neutral consistency of damage across the board. Yeah. Um. You can run it, uh, Thunderfang. Um. That's definitely something I'm going to look at. I actually don't think I have a Steelix on my right. team as of right now. But then again, I built a team and was and powered up a team and was uh, running a team yesterday, probably way earlier than I should be. So one thing I would like to point out to Holden is I see your rise in Steelix. I raise you the offer Galvantula. Oh, yeah. We were talking about that yesterday, too. I like Galvantula. Galvantula being one of the new ones that evolves from Joltik. It's a bug electric, and I think people might not expect this, so I would suggest looking into it. How's it going, Battle Ram? Uh, so Galvantula with Volt Switch and Fury Cutter has a fairly equal win percentage against the meta, according to PvE Poke, um, if you want to look at pure statistics. Um, it has a very fun handful of charge moves here. It's so good. Uh uh, discharge, cross poison, bug buzz, and energy ball. Um, so most of these, uh, most of these hit either very quick or very hard. So I believe cross poison, bug buzz, and energy ball all hit very quick. Bug buzz is a debuff move, if I remember correctly. No, is that right? Bug buzz, you're shaking silver your head. one's the one that buffs. No, there's another bug move that uh, does a buff debuff. Felstinger. Felstinger. That's the one I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, discharge takes, I think, a little bit longer to get to, if I remember correctly. It's still um, fairly quick. Um, but, uh, Galvantula has available moves and energy ball spams. Nuts. So, um... Galvantula being bug electric, it's going to take neutral from flying. It'll be vulnerable to rock. And it's it's a very weird pick because it's it beats grass... And it beats flying, which are both semi-relevant. I would say flying with Golbat more. Yeah, but you also got to watch out for the poison because the poison will hit the bug. Yes. Well, yes. I, I think grass is going to be a more interesting pick. So my my top level for this uh, this meta is just like Timeless, look out for ice. Um, and then there was one other. Fighting. Ice and fighting are going to be two of your keys. Yeah. Um, because there's not a whole lot of fighting, and fighting is going to be very relevant. Um, Can't with your, yeah. With your uh, with your steels that are running around, um, with your steels and a counter to your ices. Um, Joltik um, also a good counter to uh, Trash Warmadam, which it sounds like everyone's going to be running. Trash Warmadam, yes, because it'll resist the psychic with the bug. Ooh, yeah, maybe I'm mixing up my team now. And it'll still do neutral and electric damage. Um. Ice is going to be very key because it's going to beat your ground. It's going to beat your uh, grass. It's going to beat your flyers. It's going to beat a lot of impressive things. 
So um, why not pile of swine? So why not pile of swine? Pile of swine is a fun one. Uh, practice some of that. Um, yeah, you did, night. and it hurt. Yes. Uh, even with just powder snow avalanche, it does work. Um, actually, there's a it has a steelix. That's it. That's an impressive. That is an impressive charge move usage percentage between avalanche, stone edge, and bulldoze. Avalanche has an eighty-eight percent usage. Stone edge a six point seven. Bulldoze a four point three. You don't necessarily have to have it a second move on this this guy. Mm-mm. Avalanche gets quick and hits hard. It's fantastic. Yeah, we did uh, our practice sims, and I was like, huh, I wonder how much we'll do. I have a Steelix. It's ground and steel. It shouldn't do anything. Half my health. It was so cool. Um, it kind of helps that Steelix doesn't have a good uh, steel type move. Um, I mean, you can run at Iron Tail, and it does have heavy slam. You could. But no one is. Yes. And so you don't have to worry too much when you go up against uh, I, I mean, so let's 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 look at that. If you give Steelix heavy slam over Earthquake or Crunch in this meta, heavy slam beats Crustle. Give me and it is one of the recommended ones to beat Crustal. Are you, are we talking Steelix? Excuse me, Steelix Piloswine? Or are we talking Steelix? Let's try Steelix Piloswine. Okay, Steelix Piloswine. So that's Dragon Tail. Uh, let's 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 only have one move on uh, Piloswine here. Let's just have Avalanche. Um, so Piloswine wins with eleven HP left. So a close um, loss. Yes. So that's uh, that's a Dragon Tail Steelix. Um, a Thunderfang Steelix. Probably also a loss. I see Jigglydad questioning the Crustal meta. <laughs> uh, Crustal's fun. It's it's spammy, uh, and it has an interesting type. Uh, interesting typing. I'm already getting PTSD over Crustal. Oh, because I was using it yesterday. It's so obnoxious. Yeah, and I was running it underpowered too. I haven't powered it up all the way to 1500 yet. <laughs> um, so then you were talking uh, Dragon Tail, and then Heavy Slam. Okay, Dragon Tail, Heavy Slam. So Dragon Tail, uh, or Crunch or Earthquake? Switch. Drop it. Crunch. Drop Crunch for Heavy Slam. Come on and slam, and welcome to the slam. Uh, another loss to eighteen. Or, but that's uh, only because one a, shield. That's a one shield. Yes. Yeah. So if we go no shield, or no, that's a no shields on either. Yeah, that's a no shield scenario. So just okay. So if we go one shield each, and again, this is a f- uh, in a. I think Pilo still wins. Nope, it loses. It does? Okay. Yeah. Uh, it does not get to... doesn't do as much damage, and uh, Heavy Slam gets to it just, just a, a bit, bit sooner. Quicker. Okay. Because of er, the... Dra- no, not technically. It has more bulk. Okay. Yeah. It gets to two... It gets to a second... The second Heavy Slam kills it. Well, second Heavy Slam, and then a single Dragon Tail kills it in this okay. instance, but... um. Let me double check. Yep, we're looking at yes in an ideal matchup. Um, uh, There's a lot to dissect in this cup. Yes, for sure. Um, I do love the fact that bug and poison is around a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't seen a whole lot of bug. I like that grass is more playing a, a bit of a background because your ice is around, your flying is around, and your bug is around, mm-hmm. and your poison. By the way, um, good heavens. Uh, if Grass is an interesting type within this meta that I don't know is quite as prevalent just because of the amount of damage things do. Um, You're going to look for things that have a second type that are going to be more diverse. Useful to what you're using it. Yes. So your highest, your, let's see, is this the only... Top performing grass? Your only pure grass within the top 100, I believe... Nope, 
uh, Grottle and Grovile are up in 80 and 85. Um, rank or number 35 on the list is Meganium. Um, and that's just because it's it's got the bulk, Vine Whip, Frenzy Plant, Earthquake. Um, we've seen Meganium perform very well in the past. Uh, there's no reason it can't perform here. And that's so. another one that people should have from Community Day, from past tournaments. Yep. Um, Ludicolo's up here. Uh, that's it running <laughs> Bubble Ice Beam Hydro Pump. That's an odd, it's one of water. the odd waters that is available within the meta. Um, Ferrothorn's here with a lot of metal. Uh, metal Claw and Mirror Shot as two of its uh, moves, and then Power Whip as potentially its third. Although you do have Flash Cannon, Thunder, and Acid Spray, which are going to be used less, but, you know, it's got options. Um, Venusaur, but it's got the Poison. Celebi, but it's got the Psychic. Executor, but it also has the Psychic. Blossom is one of your fighters. Yeah, there's not a whole lot of pure grass that you're running. Blossom's pure grass. Is Blossom pure grass? It doesn't have poison? Are you thinking Breloom? No, you're right. I was thinking Breloom. Is Breloom here? Breloom's at 77, so that's when your fighters. I got things mixed up. Blossom, Razor Leaf, Leaf Blade Return, so it is actually... Huh, look at that 1.1% usage on return. Um, Blossom as a... Is it a straight? Straight grass. Doesn't have poison? Nope. Weird. Huh. Um, yeah, so that's a huge damage. Where is my? Where's my good friend and delicious fruit pal? Cherim, Overcast, and Sunny at 113 and 114, respectively. That's too bad. Um, oh, Cherim with Razor Leaf in, uh, in Rose Cup. Oh, it's so good. So much fun. Uh, Rhyperiors get eaten alive. It's, it's fantastic. I had a great experience using one this past weekend. So um, do not sneeze or do not sneeze. sleep on the tree. Do not sleep on your fruit. Make sure you have a well-balanced diet that includes the fruit. Um, and don't forget to drink water. Drink water. Stay hydrated, people. Stay alive and stay healthy. Uh, let's see. Where else do we need to go? We're kind of jumping all over Toxic right now. Yeah, we're not um, going anywhere specifically. I think the best one is this post by, uh, I want to say it's Palamon on Reddit. The one you were looking at earlier, the Toxic Team Building Guide. That's pretty generic for every cup. <laughs> Jiggly dead focus. Pick a flyer, pick an anti-flyer, pick an anti-tank, pick a generalist, and then a flex, two flex picks. Seeing the fact that it says two flex picks means insert wild card is what I see when it says flex pick. I see pick three things that you like. <laughs> Steven's eyebrows. <laughs> Have you ever heard about this uh, time-traveling Pokemon called Celebi? You can confuse people for using Celebi. No one's going to expect it. So, also a psychic. Does Celebi have confusion? Please tell me Celebi has confusion. Uh, nope. Yes. Celebi, it has confusion. That is going to be... It's going to be good. That's right. going to be... But you know what's better than Celebi with confusion? Is it Worman Amtrash? Yep. It's Worman Amtrash. Yep. Worman Amtrash. It's, it's expensive. I have a barrel in the middle. So I'm going to jump onto my game real quick, and I'm going to read off the team that I practiced with Steven the other night, and I'll give the reasons for the reasons why I chose the ones I did. Mostly it's because I had them powered up already and had the Stardust. The only one that was different from that rule was I was able to obtain a rank one Golbat. Yes, which is awesome. 
So I managed to power that up. And terrifying. But that also being another great budget pick for this cup if you don't have something already. Yes. Uh, Zubat? I don't know what the rarity of Zubat spawns is. It usually spawns for everyone, more. everyone, yeah. Yeah. In, in our area, it spawns usually uh, later on in the night. Um, but it's a great Pokemon to use. Um, it's one of my favorites. Uh, I used it back in... Oh, goodness. Twilight? Twilight and maybe even earlier. Um, and I've been very happy with it. My only disappoint, uh, my only disappointing thing is that the cooler looking of the Zubat line is uh, Crobat, and it is not quite as relevant just because it has to be at a lower level. Um, Rocket Stop Golbats are the best for option for budget. That's true. Yes. Uh, the bonus with that is um, you get a discount and the potential of the keeping return, return which uh, hits neutral a little bit more than Shadow Ball in this in this meta. So. Um, it is definitely something to look out for. Um, and also one that return is, uh, potentially very, very helpful for. Right. I believe some of the rankings we've been looking at saying return higher than, uh, shadow ball for this cup. Uh, do you want to talk about, Worm- do you have where my name trash? No, but I was just going to run through my team real quick. Okay. So nothing on my team is final yet. People who are in our remote lobbies, take note so you can be better prepared against me. <laughs> I am running a Golbat, a Heracross. Oh, hold on, what was that second one? Let me just uh, write that down. <laughs> Heracross, which stomped you in practice. Yeah, uh, Megahorn does too much damage. Uh, Niantic, you need to nerf it like uh, <laughs> tomorrow, please. Heracross by Barrel, Piloswine Steelix. And then my last pick right now is Venusaur, but that's probably going to change. I just put it in there because on PV Poke, when I went to put my team together, the top three I kind of knew I wanted. The rest were kind of fill. I really like the synergy with Heracross and Golbat, and I like Bi Barrel because hashtag Beaver Fever. Um, yeah, well, I mean, we've already talked about Bi Barrel and how the tanky, tanky water spam is absolutely ridiculous in this meta. Um, I think with all of the counters to grass being around, um, your water can play a little bit more, uh, a little more forefront. Um, do you want to talk about Wormadam Trash before you go into water? What's there to talk about Wormadam Trash? It's, it is uh, the trash can that you're going to put all your stardust in. Uh, yes, uh, and by that you means you have to have a, a have level to have 20. a level forty. Level, level yeah, I said level twenty. What am I talking about? Level forty. Level forty for Wormadam. It's expensive, but it also does a ton of damage. It doesn't do a, a ton steal. of damage. It just tanks. Yes. I mean, it can tank, and then it can Sustain deal. with the damage, yeah. Yes. It protect, it attack, but more, most importantly, it expensive as yeah. something. Make make finish the rhyme for me. Somebody else finish the <laughs> rhyme for me. Um, I think what Steven's trying to get at here is it's definitely something to look out for. Everyone should have one from the past Wormadan event, whatever it was that we had. The one where, like, Wormple were spawning everywhere. Bur- Burmy. Oh, yeah, Burmy. I'm sorry. No, you're good. But not one to be overlooked. Uh, dust Talks for this cup. Dust Talks. I don't think I've looked at Dust Talks. Speaking of the, but the mis- plant Before you change it real quick, uh, Trash Wormadan, Confusion Bug Bite, Iron Head, Psybeam, and what's the other one? Uh, bug buzz. Bug buzz. Okay, all fairly good moves. Mm. It's really dependent on what you're running it for. If you're running it as an anti poison, 
it does a really good job doing that. Uh, a lot of the grasses in this cup are probably going to be mixed with other elements, and the bug's going to hit it still for neutral or more at better. It resists the flying with, or it's neutral to flying with the steel, if I remember correctly, on my typings. And it's stupid spammy, just like Crustal. And then you were talking about Dustox? Yes. Another Dust one Ox. that has to be level 40. It's got to be maxed It's got to be perfect. Yep. Confusion, Silverwind, Sludge Bomb. That's. Ow. Good heavens. Yeah. Um, who was it in our Discord that got lucky that uh, they're. Where you asked am? me this last time and I don't uh, remember. Let me look. Was that in our general chat? Let me yeah. Me... <laughs> Scroll up. You good? You got sneeze? I don't. Maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was under general PvP. Maybe. Uh. Those were legacy stuff. While he's looking that up, though, how's everybody doing out there tonight? For those listening in the audience live to our live recording. Love to hear from all you guys and gals out there. Um, is Dustock still relevant in light of Venomoth Poison Fang no longer being legacy? That's a good question. That is a good question. Uh, probably not quite as much. Um, would it be bulkier? Who would? Let me see. So Dustox is 94. Uh, what's it called? Um, Venomoth. Venomoth is 44, so Confusion, Silverwind, Poison Fang. So Venomoth is definitely going to be cheaper, like for sure going to be cheaper. Um, where was I going? Oh, that's right. I was in this one. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. That is I a good question. I think for budget, Venomoth's going to be better, but plus they're a little bit more common under the – because that's a really niche scenario. There it is. I see it now. The picture angry, of the dust talks. Angry Bunny Man. Angry Bunny Man, congratulations. You had your your hundred uh, percent wormhole that he spin the wheel for. It looks let's see, a ninety one CP dust docks. That's probably what, around level five? Oh. Yeah. I don't envy your cost, but uh congratulations on rolling that correctly. Um I know I haven't yet, so um But yeah, no, I think <sighs> to answer Jiggly Dad's question, no, Venomoth now with Poison Fang not being legacy probably going to be better than the dust ox which is a niche scenario i think it kind of depends on what you already have true and what you're looking if you're looking for something because they'll both play a very similar role but i think it kind of depends on what you already have if you've already powered up that dust ox and maybe you haven't found that um good pvp uh iv'd uh, venomoth like i have um not that i have a hundred percent dust ox because i don't um so i don't have a good one of either um, so take a look at, if you're looking for something for that role, look between the two, look to see if there are any key particular wins that one has over the other mm-hmm. and then go from there. So yeah. <coughs> I'm hoping I'm not coming down with something, but my nose is telling me, my nose is clogging up my a little bit. My body, so. my body's telling me no. Well, you're, my body's telling me yes, but you got the right idea. <laughs> Um, level 41 buddy dust talks oh, 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 oh. <laughs> that's good nice that probably looks cool as a buddy does it fly around on the map i would assume so unless it crawls around i okay favorite buddy animation walking around animation is joltik um <laughs> oh no my 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 favorite one is joltik because it crawls around and then it just boink 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 boink, boink the joltik jumps yeah. around it's fantastic i love it um we lost three viewers from my singing i'm sorry oh, what have you done 
<laughs> Why are you specifically looking at the people that are watching? Like maybe somebody else went live. Who knows, man? Um, um let's see. But so we're the most important. We're not the most important. What about you? What were some of your team picks for our practice? Oh goodness, I gotta pull up the thing and look at the thing. Um, While Steven's loading the game, well, after what? this, we'll talk about water, and then we'll transition into our topic because we're an getting hour pretty and close. In, so, bug bite over confusion, but recommends confusion. I've never seen a reason to use bug bite though. Huh? Interesting. I guess it comes down to what you're using it for. Yep. Um, so my team is very ground heavy and I'm very, again, still not final. Um, I love using Golbat. Golbat's fun. I'm running Golbat, of course. Uh, Caesar is another one that I've very much enjoyed using in the past. Um, it isn't second moved yet. And right now it's running Night Slash, which is, uh, fun as far as neutral damage. Um, but I definitely think it's going to need something else to help, um, and that's a seventy five thousand second move, huh? I believe so. It is also a hundo. Okay. It's rank one thirty six ish. Uh as far as a great league IVs as a hundo though, which is impressive. I have like a rank thirty something or forty something that I'm like, I could power this up, but it's like level two. So I'll keep one of the, the fifteen hundred exactly hundo. One of the things that we had talked on last night was you wanting to run a Steelix when there's also like I think three other options for bug steel in this cup. You oh, have, running wanting to run Caesar over another bug steel. Right. Yes, there's a lot of bug steel options. So, but and with none, the presence none of, of little to have, no fire. Yeah, uh, none of which I have a whole lot of. Um, I have a rank twenty, uh, Burmy for trash Wormadam, but of course it has to be level forty, so it's very expensive. Yeah. Um, speaking of fire. Special shout out to Firefang uh Hippowdon. Yes. Um not something to overlook. I, I'm I'm looking at it too, although my team is again very ground heavy. Um Pyloswine uh is a lot of fun, so it's powders no avalanche. It I catches you off guard if you're not prepared for it. Yeah, I don't know if I'm gonna second move it. I don't know if I have to. Um I'll take that uh extra bit of dust and invest it somewhere else. Uh Toxicroak, uh, already powered up from previous um Previous uh, cups. Previous cups. Another good one to look at. It's the one set of it's. It's like uh, Alolan Marowak, where it has one set of moves, and that one set of moves rarely changes. Yeah. Um, Alolan Marowak, the one sort of switches between its two fast moves of Hex and Fire Spin. Um, a Toxic Croak. It's counter. It's um, Sludge Bomb and Mud Bomb, and that's it. You have a good one. You've powered it up. You've given it the two moves. That's it. You don't have to touch it. It's nice. It's very nice. And it hits a lot of things for neutral or better, but it's also pretty glass cannon in this cup. Yes, it, it's going to be your uh, your counter to normals. It is a counter. It's one of it's the best, arguably, fighter in this meta, other than um, Heracross. Other than Heracross, um, which is also one that's uh, Heracross is more specific. Where, like you mentioned with Toxicroak, it's a more versatile. Yes, Heracross is one that is uh, regional, so you might not have it. Might not have it, um, or if you have one, mine. If is. you don't have a Heracross and you don't have a good one, run Toxie. Yeah, because fighting, like you mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show, is something that you're going to want to have for this cup. The normals, but also be aware that there will be psychic users to fight back. There will be some confusion users. The flying will be around. 
Um, Crustle is my fifth. Uh, I had a good one. I evolved it, powered it up, um, using some rare candy on it because... Um, 10,000 second move. 10,000 second move. Dwebbles spawns are not very common right now. Not for us. Um, so that kind of hurts, but I don't mind using the rare candy on something that's like a lot of fun. What did you think of it f- as far as performance? It's a lot of fun. I think I need to get more practice with it. Okay. Um, because I was primarily using what was it? it was like bug bite and x scissor and i wasn't using that other charge move so i think i need to use it more and get a better feel of what its role more is um because it is what is it rock rock bug so um and then my final is a rank four flygon so um mud shot i can't get my mud move my the <laughs> mud shot or mud slap mud shot mud slap i get them confused all the time and i cannot be the only person that does <laughs> I, somebody if there's like uh an anagram or or some sort of like mnemonic thing to help me remember which one's better or which one's the more common one or whatever please let me know because i get them confused all mud the time shots the more common one mud slap is i think better for energy okay mud shot Mud, mud slap, slap is better for energy. Why are they bo- mud? Why are they both mud s? <laughs> Please, somebody help. Um, a rank four flygon uh, from Community Day, so it has Earth Power already. Uh, I gave it the second move, so it has uh, was it dra- Dragon Claw? Mm-hmm. So um, it's a fun one too. Again, my team is very ground heavy. Um, looking at uh, Hippowdon as a p- potential swap in. Um, for Firefang, still keeps my team very ground heavy. Mm-hmm. So um, definitely looking at some other things, maybe a grass or something. I'd love to run Septile because its moveset is ridiculous. Fury I Cutter. don't have a good one. Fury Cutter, Aerial Ace, Dragon Claw, Leaf Blade, Frenzy Plant, and there's one I'm missing. Bug, bu- bug, it's a bug. X Scissor. Is it X Scissor? I don't remember. Septile. I know it's two fast moves are Fury you, Cutter and Bullet Seed. Yep. Leaf Blade, Frenzy Plant, Aerial Ace, Dragon Claw, Earthquake. Oof. It has Earthquake? Dang. It's got an absolute ridiculous moveset for charge moves. But it is weak to everything. It is straight grass. So that is definitely something to be careful of. It is also not built for bulk. So. But that, I could see that being something somebody runs as a spice pick. And it's, it's, it's got something versatility. You, you look, you see it on, it's another one of those ones. You see it on the team and you have to question what are its moveset. Every time you go up against one, you have to question, okay, what am I going to get hit with? Because it has such a diverse moveset. Um, you do have to be careful. Um, earthquake damage output on Septile is disappointing. Well, I think at least that's it's, why it's the bottom rated move. Yeah, at least it's got. And a I ha- think with Septile, you're going for the fast spam charge attacks anyway. Between like Leaf Blade and Aerial Ace, it's there's a ton. What is its ranking as a lead? Uh, seventy three point seven is its number. If I go lead, Septile is seventy four. Okay, rank so seventy four as not a lead super high in PV poke. Um, closer. 94, 72. So it's fairly low within the meta. Okay. Um, does not surprise me because it is a straight grass, but it does have uh, an absolute ridiculous kit. So, um, yeah, Zeptile would be one that I would love to try and use, but I just don't have a good one. I think the Trico Community Day was one of the last ones before I really got into my head 
as far as PvP IVs, or maybe one of the first ones, and I just didn't find a good IV spec'd out. Um, tree yeah, we so. found it quite a bit, but none of them were like ideal. Yeah, so that's why I'm looking. I'm looking out for them now, um, which is nice because we live. in It's a more one of those ones also that you biome. don't have to worry about the community day move on. Yes, you don't because uh, Leaf Blade does it better. Leaf Blade does it better um, as a grass type uh, charge attack. Um, aerial ace there and then uh dragon tail if you felt like it so is it dragon tail dragon claw dragon claw there i go again getting confused <laughs> um all right let's talk about water pokemon so we can then use it as a nice nifty transition into uh so for water obviously we've talked about by barrel disgusting oh yeah it's rank two rank 10 is quillfish quillfish another one that i've been seeing a lot of people say they really like my problem with quillfish is they're not the most common spawn. Yes. They're fairly uncommon and kind of hard to come by. Uh, it recently got Felstinger added to its repertoire. Uh, it has Ice Beam, if I'm not mistaken, correct? Yes. Um, Low usage, but yes. Oh, it'd be so disgusting if it got Icy Wind. Please don't. <laughs> don't give them ideas. Uh, f- charge moves are going to be Water Pulse, I think. I can't see it from where I'm at. Uh, so fast moves, water gun, poison sting. Poison sting and abysmal move. Please remove it. Um, charge moves of Aquatel. Aquatel, that's what it was. Fell stinger, acid spray, sludge wave, ice beam. Okay. Nothing legacy. So it looks like from what I'm seeing on self, it's running it as a pure water attacker with a water boosting move. Yes. Uh, so fell stinger will give it. Is that an attack buff? Yes. Okay. So yes, that's going to be very helpful. Um, what are its see. top priority counters? I'm assuming it's ground rock and top counter Celebi. I mean, the things it's beating. Uh, key matchups: Steelix, Drapion, Gliscor, Hippowdon, Fortress. So everything that fears water and it's resisting Fortress. Wait, Fortress really? Key matchups: top counters. Yeah, because it's doing yeah. neutral to Fortress. It's not resisting it. Yeah. The um, one thing, watch. Is it a close matchup with Fortress though? Yes, so yeah. the battle rating is yeah. 669. Because Fortress the, now has Earth Power, too. Yes, the higher the battle rating, the more advantageous of a um, uh, matchup. Posi- of a matchup. The closer to 500, the closer to a tie. So it's 669, which means it's it going to be a close tie. Uh, in a, yeah, in a straight 1v1 matchup, equal energy, yeah. So equal energy at zero. So if you can run a quill fit, if you don't want to run a by barrel and you need a good poison on your team... You're not really running quillfish as a poison. It's more nope. just as a water. Yep. But by barrel are fairly common. I, I can't say don't run a quillfish, but hashtag beaver fever. Um, and maybe you can run both. That's not. Yeah. No. Yeah. Um, let's see. Because it's neutral to grass with the poison. Yes. But it also then becomes weak to to uh, ground because of the poison. Yes. So it's definitely some it definitely something to look into. Not quite sure if it's something that um uh it's definitely not a necessary. Is the next one below that Ludicolo? Ludicolo is thirty six. Ah, Quillfish is a water that doesn't lose lose to a scavalier or heracross. Right, because the poison would resist both of those. Uh, the counter from both. Yep. That is good. That's a good option. Huh. Had none of that. It does uh by barrel loses to those two fighters. Yes, because of the normal. Yep. 
So if you're That's using it as an alternative, yeah. So now I can see why the, there's the appeal for that as a as a replacement for B barrel. Yeah. If you're weak to to ground for the rest of your team and you're running a B barrel, maybe look at a Quillfish to or not ground. If you're weak to the fighters, right. But for me, that's what Golbat's for. Yes. A deleter. Fighter deleter. Uh, uh, Ludicolo. You can run it as a bubbler or you can run it as a razor leafer. I think it's fairly close. It's like, f- what's the numbers on 65% the 65% bubble, 34% razor leaf. It's kind of six of one, half dozen of another, depending on your role. From what um, it looks like on PV Poke, they're running it as an ice user. Ice beam. Ice beam is, is your number Bread one. Bread and butter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you might not even need Hydro Pump or Blizzard, uh, depending on your matchups. You just might not get there. Or and it looks like it's just an anti-Glygar, Glyscore. Uh, key matchups, it... Wow, it really doesn't win Drapion. So Drapion, Steelix, Glyscore, B-Barrel, Quillfish are its key matchups, all of which are around six to 500 battle rating. So it's which means just it doesn't, eking out. Yeah, it doesn't confidently beat any of those. That makes me wonder why it's ranked, what is this, 36? Let Probably because it's why. one of the few waters that can get in. Wins 92, losses 98. So does it 48.2% wins. That's worst to best, best to worst. So it beats Porygon Z, Porygon 2, Excadrill, Doug Trio, Alolan, Jumpluff, Cubone, Rhyperior. So it beats Rhyperior. That's probably one of its biggest... Biggest uh, advantage biggest, the, the The biggest win that it has... In, in its It's wins. literally the types that would beat Rhyperior. <laughs> yeah, so it beats Rhyperior, it beats Garchomp, beats Rhyhorn, Rhydon. Um, looking to see what other relevant wins that it gets here. Camerupt is definitely something to Ooh, look at. Ooh, that was at. something I was going to mention earlier. Uh, if you're really looking for a spice pick, consider Camerupt. Um, slacking is higher up on this list, too. If you really want to <laughs> run slacking, it's a it's a weird one. Uh, I heard you like stall tactics. Herdier is up here too. Regigigas is on the list somehow, but there is no way you can get a great league Regigigas. So, um, can you actually pick Regigigas in? I'll look into that later. That seems weird. Actually, uh, can I look at it here? About, do you have your whitelist? I better not see Regigigas on this list. Regigigas is on this list. It isn't an eligible Pokemon in this list. You can't get a Great League one. Why is it on this list? I don't know. We should ask the people to write these. This confuses me. It's going to confuse other people. Be like, wait, I can run Grigigigas? Well, yes, but actually, no. <laughs> like, how, if if someone actually runs Regigigas, or, or the biggest flex move, put it on your team as something you don't run. Just scare the ever-loving... Because you can technically do that. Yes. You don't have to have that Pokemon. This, the, but that you argument have to has put been, the CP. You do. I know. You put it at, at something that it, in theory, would be. So you put it at, like, 1497 or something. It's like, don't put it at exactly 1500, because then people would be like, I don't I think, think so. I think that's almost a flag on their part. If they see you have a Regigigas for Great League... Yeah. Because you can't trade it. I know, but then it scares people. Of like, wait, can you? What does it have? I don't know. I now don't, I'm if, afraid. If I'm a mod for a tournament, I look at that person and go, how'd you get that? Well, but then you don't run it. That's the thing. 
You have it to mm. scare the people that don't know what Reggie Gigas is. Legally, you can't get that though, so it shouldn't be an option. I, I, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't know why it's really on Sylph. It's unless on somebody knows some secret black magic that I don't know, where you can trade a mythical Pokemon and get it under that score. Was the CP for the one the um, the eight dollar pass that got you Reggie Gigas before early? No, it's just it like a level, level five raid boss. Okay, it was the same thing. Weird. Why? Yeah, weird. Okay. Wait, maybe. What? Let me ask somebody. Uh, look it up. Wait, who are you asking? Do you know, do I know? Friska. Oh, would she? Oh, that's right, because she paid. She paid the eight dollars, and and we didn't. Um. It just it uh, yeah. You couldn't use Poke Coins to buy that uh pass, so it was one of those things of like, okay. You could. What? You you can get it under fifteen hundred. How? What is that? Is that eighteen? But you can't trade it, so I don't know. Wait, what do you mean you could? I'm confused. So the level five, the EX raids uh-huh. were twenty five hundred range. Uh huh. But the uh e- the event. Uh huh. I'll, I'll look it up. Okay. Uh, we will get back to you on that. Um, maybe next episode, or maybe in a tweet or something. Um, stay tuned. I'm confused. I think they are thinking it may be coming in the special box for March. Maybe. Ooh, but good the, point. But the research box at this point has been consistently not legendaries for the last what three, four months. So, I mean, that would definitely be interesting. I guess it's it's eligible if it's possible under 1500 i guess they're including it in the case that it is eligible unless it comes into special boxes with a move that is absolutely ridiculous like they give it counter so or something at then zero it would percent be ivs level 15 reggie would still be 1651 level 15 yes okay so then it's not eligible anyway no huh all right well i guess it's on the list anyway so to baffle people like us that question everything. <laughs> it It's tradable? Is it tradable? Let's do a trade. You want to try it? Yeah. I'm going to look at it right now. Um, yeah, we're, we're going to go to like a two and a half hour long episode, but um, let's try this because I am fascinated. I have not done a, what's it called? Special trade for the day. I have not. Although, even if it is tradable... Get Reggie out of EX. It's tradable, so yeah, it is. I can technically trade you one, but it is still one of those things that is. It even if it was level fifteen at zero IVs, it's still over fifteen hundred. So unless it came into boxes at level ten, yeah, because the lowest I can trade it to you right now is seventeen twenty three. Okay, so that's a best friend. Yeah. Huh. Oh, I got to select something. All right, next. so I think we should just uh, jump into the last water pick here. Uh, one of the last, because there's actually two. There's two? Two more water picks. What were the other two? Uh, it's Tentacruel and Lombre. Oh, Lombre, yeah. Mm. Bubble, Bubble Beam, Ice Beam. Ooh, Bubble Beam. Nice. And it still has Razor Leaf, so that's cool. Um, with I mean, if you give it Razor Leaf for the grass, it's Bubble Beam is still not a ton of... Razor Leaf doesn't give you a whole lot of energy gain, so it, eh, it's an interesting pick. 
Uh, but Tentacruel, we're going to use that as a jumping off point. So let's talk about Tentacruel. Tentacruel is pure poison. You're not running at water because Tentacruel isn't being treated fairly and not getting water gun. It never uh, got water gun as legacy. Uh, one of the discussions we actually had earlier on this month was, would Tentacruel be broken if it got bubble and or bubble beam? I feel like with the energy energy generation with bubble, it would help Tentacruel get to its charge moves a lot faster. Poison Jab is pretty good for energy generation already, but you really limit it with only having poison fast type moves. Uh-huh. Uh, if you gave it Bubble Beam, would it make it worse? Would it make it better? Uh, one of the biggest things and kind of where I'm going with this is when they made the change that when you swap a Pokemon out, the buffs and debuffs are removed, put Tentacruel in more or less a bind. Pun, because it can use that move. Tentacruel's role as a debuffer now only relies on it being a swapped in on something that's already switch-locked. Because without Acid Spray... Tentacruel has to rely on one bar more or less charge moves in Hydro Pump and Blizzard. I believe it has Sludge Wave too, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. All of those moves require your opponent to stay there for a good chunk of time, and you have to be able to sustain through whatever they throw at you. So we got to thinking, I love Tentacruel. I wish it could be more relevant. Acid Spray was a great move, but then they went and made it so that if you got an Acid Spray off and then they swapped out, Tentacruel's just kind of left there like the womp womp. Like, okay, now I'm stuck here. I can't do anything. I guess I can throw another Acid Spray before I die. It got me thinking, why don't we have moves like Roar, uh, Whirlwind, Baton Pass, or U-Turn in the game? So for those who aren't familiar with those names that I just mentioned, Whirlwind and Roar in the main series games were something that when used, if it was in a trainer battle, would randomly swap out your opponent's Pokemon. At this point, we have transitioned from toxic talking into swap moves. Things like U-Turn and Baton Pass. Uh, U-Turn did damage and it was a bug type move. Baton Pass being a normal type that did no damage, allowed you to swap out your Pokemon for a different Pokemon on the bench. Oh, and Wild Charge. That's another one that I forgot. No, Wild Wild Charge didn't switch. Mm, Yeah, I don't think so. Um, But I digress. Those moves were used in tandem with buffs. So if I had one really good example of this mechanic would be Scizor. Scizor could use things like Swords Dance in the main series games, It could use uh, moves to buff it. And then it would use Baton Pass or U-Turn, in this case with Scizor. Any buffs that you received on that Pokemon carry over to the one that you send out next. So we got to thinking, why can't they be in Pokemon Go? And the fun mechanics, we posted this question in our chat, in our Discord, and asked people their thoughts on it. And I'll let Steven go ahead and talk for a minute. So... Um, I don't remember how exactly we got to the que- the the talking of. There's a lot of moves within the main series games or the MSG, um, not to be confused with the delicious, um, was it salt substitute MSG? Um, the uh, main series games has a ton of moves available, um, that 
buff, debuff, um, have really interesting properties as far as like trap setting. Um, and then within those those kinds of moves, the um, the sort of niche moves that allow for swapping. Uh, and within Pokemon Go, the swap mechanic is, uh, and the swap timer is a resource just like energy gain um, and just like uh, shields of, it's a resource management game. Um, so the adding moves that would swap Pokemon uh, adds another layer to the swap mechanic um, and another layer to uh, Pokemon Go, the overall Pokemon Go meta that would be a very interesting and more complex um, mechanic. Um, so let's see. You want to um, just read verbatim what you wrote on the Discord? Yes. So our thought is that a swap uh, caused by a move would not change the switch timer and would add some more nuance and levels of mastery to the swap mechanic. Four swaps would randomly swap between remaining available Pokemon, and switch moves would allow you to switch Pokemon in place of hitting the charge bubbles while transferring any active buff debuffs in the swap. So if you are buffed or debuffed, if you use a swap move, it doesn't matter if you just swapped, uh, and it also uh, doesn't matter if you... Um, uh, it doesn't matter if your switch timer is is available or not. Um, so if you just swapped, it's still available as long as you have U-turn or Baton Pass fully charged. It disregards the uh, it disregards the charge move uh, or the the switch timer. Um, and then the same way as going up against, um, you want to take care of HR? Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Um. Uh. The same thing with uh, Roar or Whirlwind, or is it Dragon Tail? Dragon Tail was a damaging swap move as well, um, where it will swap uh, one of the two or a swap your um, a, your active the active Pokemon of your opponent out for another Pokemon. So the thought between that is that it would be uh, a random swap between their two. If they have two available Pokemon, it would random swap between those two. So the interesting sort of playoff of that is that um, there's there's different layers of nuance if those kinds of moves are uh, available. One um, in a in a situation where a Pokemon is double moved, you are getting rid of one damaging or um, attack or uh, buff debuff move for a switch move. So that is a, a, the interesting question of do you second move a Pokemon with a move uh, a switch move? Um, the other question is, what's the energy required for uh, a swap move? Um, is it something that can hit quick? Is it something that's going to hit longer? The thought, our thought, is that it's going to take something that's a little bit longer. It's going to be something similar to Skull Bash, where um, when, if and when you get to it, it's going to be something that changes the tide uh, or definitely puts you in a potentially a more advantageous position. Um, but it's not something because... It is also tech would you're looking at it as a resource, your energy as a resource, along with your switch timer. You're going to want to look for something that's going to take a little bit longer. Being able to spam switch out Pokemon is going to be incredibly frustrating. So having something that's either a two or one bar charge that's going to take a little bit longer uh, probably makes a little bit more sense. Um, it's definitely something that can be incredibly helpful, but it's definitely not going to be uh, annoying per se. Um so the other sort of nuance is uh, it is sort of projecting and, and theorizing here. The other nuance to it is 
um, switching out your opponent's Pokemon, uh, say you're in a disadvantageous or a, a losing matchup, maybe barely in, in your current situation. You swap out Pokemon. If that if your opponent still has two Pokemon left, you could either swap into a better scenario for yourself or a worse scenario for yourself, depending on what team your opponent is running. Um, and so you add that extra nuance of, okay, does this actually make sense? You're not going to be able to see and pick which Pokemon your opponent uh, gets switched out into. Um, so it adds a little bit more nuance. It could definitely swing the tide of battles one way or another. Is it something that's going to be incredibly relevant? No, but it is definitely going to al allow for um, the upgrade to Pokemon's kits, um, depending on who gets it, um, and and it, it will allow for a, a couple more Pokemon to have uh, a more diverse moveset um, and potentially make them more relevant. Um, and then, let's see... In that conversation, we had uh, Stogo, I believe is how you pronounce um, pronounce their name on our Discord. I don't know if that is also their Twitter, um, but Stogo in our Discord was talking about um, uh, talking back and forth about um, the switch moves and other moves that are uh could be available from the main series games within pokemon go um one of the the questions that stogo brought up was the availability of only two charge moves on a pokemon um and that was an interesting conversation that i haven't seen brought up uh, apparently has been brought up in the go stadium discord um and i'm sure in other places as well um uh having three charge moves so bringing a pokemon up to four moves total um is definitely an interesting idea point. i never thought about it like that it's a it's definitely an interesting idea and when stogo brought up the point i was um sort of thinking it through in my head the sort of major concern i have is um what does that cost then look like to add the third charge move um, does that look like the same cost that adding a second move to it is? Um, I mean, that makes sense. It's Or is it then more because you're adding more versatility to a Pokemon? Um, the sort of plus minus to that is that the strategy of different Pokemon's movesets becomes a little less important. Imagine Metacham now has can have uh, Psychic, Power-Up Punch, and Ice Punch all within one kit. You don't have to make that decision between one or another. True. Um, the other thing to it is not every Pokemon has three viable moves. So that's I mean, true too. The same thing. It, I guess the same thing uh, involves the second move as well. Not every Pokemon has two relevant moves, so it's not always necessary to give a second move to every Pokemon. So, uh, and, and in that case, that would then correlate to not every Pokemon re require a third move. Um, um, definitely interesting topic that we want to share with others and get other people's opinion on uh -huh. we'd love to hear back from everybody listening here on the live stream and everybody that's listening to the podcast give us a comment or a tweet on twitter you know email us jump in the discord join in, in our crazy shenanigans link for the discord down below or on the description for the podcast uh -huh. um, it's an interesting concept because we've seen the buff debuff mechanic brought into the game and it definitely changed up how people play. It's not, no longer just type matchups. 
how much more difficult would it be to add something like this into the game? Uh, I went upstairs for a moment, but I'm assuming you talked about using shields to stop the swap. That was something I didn't mention. Okay. Um, the potential of using a shield to stop a swap, because it is still a charge move, technically. Um, the one odd thing was that would be that does it it's it might swap. Oh, no, that gets weird because you don't know what charge move it is. Yeah. So unless it prompts you. Yes. Unless it prompts you and say, but no other charge move prompts you and says, hey, this is what I am. Do you want to shield it? Yeah. So um, it is an interesting question of, okay, it is a charge move still, and you have two shields. Um, you could use a shield to, um, uh, you can use a shield to stop the swap and stay into that um, more positive um, role, but you can't use a shield to sw swap or to stop the swap of your opponent um that wouldn't make any whole lot of sense i mean actually it kind of would because there are games in the there are moves in the main series games like uh wabafit's ability shadow tag uh -huh. and that then they actually have the physical move block which prevents you from swapping your pokemon huh so then within the meta uh, within a meta or the the fragment of moves that would allow for swaps there's a lot more nuance than just you turn baton pass true uh roar and whirlwind so but i think it was just something that we kind of talked about and we're like you know we want to hear everybody's opinion on this we want to see what other people feel i mean at some point it's going to get it's going to start i would not be surprised if we start seeing terrain effects put into the pokemon go game um so you're thinking which moves are those again psychic electric fairy uh terrain or steel Oh, 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 so like certain moves will get puffs. Yeah. Okay. I think you're, I thought you were thinking about like stealth rocks where a, a Ooh, trap gets, moves would be awesome. Trap moves. That's what I was thinking of. That but again, it's to a certain point, you know, one of the biggest things people say about Pokemon Go is it's, it's a tapping game. How much can you put into strategy? And at one point, does it become a little too much? Um, let's see. Roscoe says, uh, I would see the third charge move more important in Masters. Yeah. Um, just because of the somewhat limited meta-relevant Pokemon and the amount of diversity in moves, I could see, like, Kyogre would then become, like, awesome because it could then have Surf, uh, what is it, Thunder, and... Um, Blizzard. And Blizzard, so it has insane coverage. Um, Mewtwo, yeah, like another, you yeah, would just be nuts. Another move on Mewtwo. Um, like defense Deoxys then gets ridiculous. Um, something like uh, uh, <laughs> Mach Machamp. Oh, God, don't. don't. <laughs> uh, Machamp would get better. Um, because it would then have uh, viability. Hypno. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, Shadow Ball. Psy Shock. I mean, the only Ice Punch. Metagr uh, Metagross. Yeah, yeah, I think there's there's a lot of. I think to counter that, the third move would then be more expensive than the second move. It might be double the cost, which would be incredibly stupid because of the Stardust economy and because uh, people who've been playing PvP don't necessarily, or consistently been playing PvP, yeah. don't necessarily have a lot of Stardust. And so making something like Masters even more cost um cost dependent then it would get yeah, riparior uh it it would make it ridiculous yeah. riparior rock wrecker surf and earthquake earthquake yeah 
Nah, please no. So there's always, you know, this is one of those put your tinfoil hat things on kind of thing. It's like we can speculate and theorize to the moon and back, but yeah. get having these conversations with you you guys and gals in the community is what helps bring these things to the surface. Yeah. Talking about the the these different mechanics, bringing in some of these different mechanics into Pokemon Go from the main series games is definitely an interesting conversation of how it translates. And it's not going to translate one-to-one. It's not going to work all the time. And because there are different mechanics sort of uh, in play between Pokemon Go PvP and the the video game series, the VGS, um, there's definitely going to be things that just won't work. Yeah. So, um, But, I mean, also talking with the community, yeah. hearing how they feel. Like, I know... A lot of Go Battle lately has been people talking about their experiences with the lag, experiences with the stale matchups, but that's something that gets people talking, and yeah. that's that's what we're all here for is to build the community. Yeah, yeah. Let's have, you know having that conversation is interesting, and I think sort of theorizing about um, the swap moves is an interesting conversation of like, okay, how would this work? Does it work X, Y, and Z? The the question of um, would shields block uh, a switch is a very interesting. Um, a, uh, a definitely interesting um, question Question to bring up. Um, do you think this preseason for GBL is uh, to define the Ubers, which might be banned in the future? Uh, I don't think that's necessarily a goal of Niantic, is to see the, the Pokemon usage within Go Battle League. Um, and I don't think... I wouldn't necessarily think that they would go out and in season one ban the top meta because then there's going to be a secondary top meta within it. Yeah. And I think within the two weeks, um, uh, I think within the two weeks you see, especially with Great League and then a little bit with Ultra and we'll yet to see it with, with Master League, I think with especially Great League, we saw the meta shift between what was really good within the first couple of days to first week and then that second week changed all the time because yeah. you kept you saw more interesting picks and interesting counters come back that teams would definitely sh- um, shuffle up um, I think more and more to qu- answer the question too is I don't expect that we'll see I think you put it best a couple episodes back when you said you wouldn't be surprised to see if they do seasons something like attuned to Fortnite or any other game where it's thematic yeah I think when we see once we see what the Great League season one announcement is, if it's thematic, then your meta is not going to matter. Your Ubers are not going to matter. Yeah, I, because it's going to be shuffled. There, there, there could definitely be. I think within uh, Great and Ultra, and I uh, maybe less so Master because it is just so dominated by legendaries that legendaries could get banned. Legendaries and Mythics could get banned within great and ultra to help spice up that meta and see it a little bit more diverse um great league really doesn't isn't necessarily controlled by legendaries um uh reggie steel is definitely relevant but banning legendaries uh swampert's still there swampert's huge in great league swampert's huge in every league um i i hope that we see something spicy and fun uh like season one only Kanto Pokemon. Yes, I. Uh, that's that is probably. Um, I don't want to say it's wishful thinking, 
but that is like the 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 pinnacle of what we could see of like this is the best outcome we could see from Niantic of season one is specifically this or maybe season one is everything and then season two is just Kanto or Kanto Johto or it you know they they modify I I don't see it breaking down into specific types or based on color like sylph i think think sylph Sylph is going to stay its own thing sylph allows for a lot more creativity within metas but i would see to because you have to prevent it from getting stale and just switching between the three leagues is not going to do it um i think niantic has to do something at least somewhat creative to help change it up so i think to be honest the to limiting it to just kanto for season one or season two would would definitely help would definitely change it up so and i i for how much we've seen and how much work has been put into just the preseason niantic wants us to go right yeah or even if it goes wrong they want to continue to support it because they have um i think my my biggest goal my biggest hope for season one isn't like a fancy fresh meta or something super crazy my hope is that they take into um they look at all of these issues of lag um and they optimize server and network whatever uh programming or technology they have to do um at a at a ground level um that can make your game unplayable so one Um, thing i would like to point out to everybody in the community is we are all experiencing this lag it isn't just one-sided yeah be aware when you go to play your battles, that you're on something of a decent connection. Make it beneficial for both parties. If you're going to play in Go Battle League, make sure you're on a consistent, steady connection, either it be a 4G connection or a, if you're one of the few that has a 5G or whatever. Or you're on a solid Wi-Fi or make something. Make sure you're on some sort of solid connection and you stay on that while you do your battles so that both you and your opponent have a good chance to have a good opportunity to enjoy it. Yeah. Because I know I've been at work, and I'll transition between the warehouse and going outside and forget, oh, I was on Wi-Fi. And then just all of a sudden, weak connection, weak connection, weak connection. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's, and and uh, Alphandal was talking about this earlier today, and I definitely think that uh, we need to put on blast that just because you're hitting lag consistently doesn't mean that it's an exploit. True. Um, if there is no exploit that is e- that not necessarily easily repeatable, but if there is nothing that can be reproduced, um, then if it's if it's not something that can be reproduced, it's not a bug, or it's not an exploit. It could just be server lag. It could be poor connection. It could be um, your uh, opponent's phone. It could be your opponent's phone. It could be mismanaged code. Um, there are any number of issues that could be happening. But if you cannot reproduce it, if we cannot prove that it is, an, it is an exploit, do not go out on Twitter or any of your social media platforms and put it on blast that you are losing consistently because of an exploit. Um, if you are consider- consistently having lag, take note of where you're playing, what network you're playing on. Uh, if there's something that is consistent between all of your rounds of Go Battle League that you're, you're hitting uh, uh, lag in, Make note of it, and if it is something that potentially Niantic can do to improve, then we have to respectfully and clearly communicate those issues. Because if we 
<laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, if if we want the game to improve, we have to communicate that. Niantic has 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 shown that they can only do so much. Yeah. And it uh, you game know what de- also a- helps screen recording. Screen recording helps too. Um, it, game developers can only play the game so much within testing before it goes out to the public, and when the public gets into it. So so the public it, finds all the flaws. Well, the the public finds all of the flaw the the flaws, and they play the game. The amount of time, the amount of time that developers put into testing the game, they put in a couple thousand hours within the however long they're doing their testing. Let's say it's like three months. When the public gets a hold of it, they put in that amount of amount of time total in the first week, if not sooner. Yep. So but that we goes have the same for any game. Yes, that's what that's my point. Of if we have if if there's consistent issues, we need to communicate them, and we need to communicate them clearly so that they can be fixed. So the public learns to break it. Yes, I learned but, that so well then, from my Halo beta experiences. Yeah, but then we need, <laughs> but then yeah, if we learn and we know how it is broken or have a some piece of knowledge, we then need. It is up to us that if we want it to not be broken, we have to uh, hence speedrunning. In uh, some instances, speedrunning speedrunning is awesome. Yeah. Um. That's a whole other topic. Uh, if you want, uh, Doom twenty sixteen has an awesome uh, was an awesome games done quick speed run by um, trying to remember his name. Go see if awesome game done uh, awesome games done quick a speed run by I don't remember what his name is, but uh, the Doom twenty sixteen speed run was awesome. Um, and I'm actually playing through Doom twenty sixteen again, and it's one of those things of like I am not fast enough, but I recognize this feels so slow. It's so wild. <laughs> like, gosh, I wish it was faster than this. Um, Pokemon Go is not a game that is meant for speedrunning, though, so... I mean, you could try. Speedrun to level 40? What was the... There was the uh, XP event. It was the events. day when you had the double XP from spinning new stops. Spinning new stops. Dude went to a new town. Lucky egg the whole time. Went from 1 to 40 in, what, like four hours? Five hours. Yeah, it was ridiculous. But also, can you? how do you speedrun the Pokedex? I don't want to talk about that. Okay. Um, so, yes. Again, I, I'm sort of hopping up on a soapbox here as somebody who has gone through and and uh, I haven't communicated with game developers, but as someone who's gone through, uh, I have an associate degree in game development. As someone who has looked into the game development process, who has uh, read articles and watched videos as into the process, it is our responsibility as as the players if we want something fixed to help out the best we can. So, but as gamers, we look to exploit, not necessarily. I mean, if you really want to win in any cheese way possible, go for it. But in an instance where we want this to be, if we want this to be esport level, if we want this to be accessible to all, exploits are not healthy. They're not healthy for the game or the community. But that's why they get brought up. Yeah, that's why. Again, that's why it is up to us to to communicate that. As I say that for probably the tenth time, and you're really tired <laughs> of it, so turn that into a drinking game. Yes, it is up to us. <laughs> What's the the Mass Effect? Um, uh, the, the very end of the game. There's a, a speech. Um, um, we shall hold the line. I love that speech. I need to go. Actually, I'm going to go back and watch that like tonight, tomorrow, or like in an hour. Let's wrap this up though. As gamers, we look to exploit. I choose not to, but people do. There are... uh, So it's going back to the very first thing that I was talking about. 
people are assholes. There are some people that are like <laughs> that. There are people that behave poorly, treat others poorly, or do the improper improper thing because for whatever re- reason it either gives them the shot of dopamine or for whatever reason they're wired to do that. Um stop I, it. I know Get I, some kn- I know people like that. I have one of those people in my family. I understand that, but we need to be better than that. The rest of us need to recognize that if there is an if if other people are exploiting it, there are people talking about that exploit, then that exploit can be brought up to Niantic or someone who can communicate that to Niantic. Yeah, I yeah, we're going. It's it's 2 hours. I definitely need to take a bio break. Um it do as we wrap up the podcast here, I'm going to take a peek and see if we have um, another Pokemon <laughs> Go streamer that we can kick it over to, um, or else we can... Dump our viewers onto them. We can dump our viewers onto them, or if you guys don't mind waiting, I can do a very unprepared first five set of Master League battles. Um, I see. We Red should probably King. end the podcast and do that. Yes. Um, do we... Do we raid and then anyone that wants to stay can stay? I uh, yeah. Um, I see King. I see Dark Matter Wolf. That's about it. No one else that we follow is live right now. Let's give him to Dark Matter. Give him to Dark Matter. Um, let's see. King is doing Master League battles. Dark Matter is doing Toxic battles. Yeah, let's 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 do uh, let's do Dark Matter. Not everyone's gonna like that decision, but you know. Um, all right. Thank you everybody for watching listening on podcast services um again this episode is for february uh recorded on the 25th it's going to go live on the 28th thank you for listening thank you for sticking with us in an episode where we kind of ramble a little bit but hopefully we covered some interesting things and started some discussions and all that stuff um follow us at battle underscore science at twitter uh i'm trying to remember what the command is can join us at discord link is in the description for the twitch and the podcast episode itself and if you want to hang out with us at any time you're more than welcome to join the discord where we have remote lobbies going up we have fun discussions and i think our next tournament will be this saturday down in kirkland finishing up our last rose cup tournament for the month and then looking forward to toxic and regionals for next month Yes. Uh, regionals are not next month. No, but regional invites going out. Yes. Um, we are in talks to do... Uh, we are more or less confirmed for one, streaming one regional, and are in talks to do a second, depending on how absolutely crazy we want our schedule to be. <laughs> um, I know that doing uh, streaming the... Uh, the Portland Battle Tower was uh, incredibly tiresome, but I think we've got everything down set. Um, we'll just scale down some of the crazy production that we did. Um, so we'll, uh, you know, I, I kind of want to do both. kind of want to do both regionals. I know you do. Um, actually, that's another thing of, uh, you'll probably see a tweet here in the next uh, week or so. Um, if we run tech for streams, we need shoutcasters. And so I'd love to see some people from the community, our, our local community specifically, but more people from the community practice some shoutcasting yeah. um, so that uh, we don't end up like what we have in with Portland. Not saying that uh, Alphandal, Alphandal was a great shoutcaster. It was great working with him, and I, I would love to work with him again. Um, 
Actually, wasn't Elfendal one of our original mm-hmm. on the original list? Yeah, so Elfendal was on the Elfendal list. Elfendal and then Twastel, but Twastel was under Twast- the weather. Twastel was under the weather. Blackshin might have uh, hopped in for um, shoutcasting. He was also under the weather. Um, Jesse stepped in and did great, but I'd love to have uh, a handful more people that are you know, uh, have done shoutcasting. That are also shout interested casting. in looking into doing it. Yeah, um, so that we uh, uh, have more availability in the future if we're running tech. Um, I know I'm not super confident in shoutcasting, so um, that's the reason I run tech and know all of this stuff about it. So, um, Thank you all for tuning in. Yes. Thank you for listening. Thank you for dealing with us. Um, we will catch you in the next episode in two weeks. Will we talk about the next meta in two weeks? I don't think so. One, two. No. When we drop you off with Dark Matter Wolf, for those here in the chat, give them a hashtag beaver fever. Oh, God, yes. Give them the beaver fever. We don't have emotes yet, so maybe we'll need a beaver. I'm working on it. Do we need a beaver beaver fever emote? I'm worried. Just a bi barrel with steam coming off its head. Oh, no. Or something. Um, Hashtag give Swell a U-turn, and we'll see you guys out there on the battlefield.